welcome back to the NRFB podcast. Before we jump into the episode, I'd like to thank you guys once again for leaving those wonderful suggestions over on our Instagram page, NRFB underscore podcast. Some of them included song of the week, questions for you guys to take with you after you listen, voter information, outfit inspiration, guests, and activists of the week. I think those are all perfect. They're right in my alley and things that are perfectly attainable for me to do. The ones I'm going to start implementing right away are going to be Song of the Week, Voter Information, and Guest. So I'd like to start with the Song of the Week. This Song of the Week is In My Room by Frank Ocean. I love Frank Ocean. Do not know where he is at the moment. He's been AWOL for God knows how long, but I do really like his music. I listen to it all the time. And for the past month or so, In My Room has just been on repeat for me. So this is going to be the song of the week, and I hope you guys enjoy this little snippet I'm going to put in. No sleep or cease, that's a mattress. No sleep or cease, that's a mattress. You ain't stingy, split your tablets with me. You don't flinch when camera flashing, flashing. Not fake, laid back, no, it's natural. And I think you made for the life. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I certainly did. I love that song so much. Um... I don't know what it is. I think it might be the tempo. I think, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is in general about Frank Ocean's songs, but every single one of them is so unique in their own way. And well, unique means in their own way, whatever. Um, Each of them are just so unique and they're all, I don't know. Like, you know, just when you really like something, you can't even put it into words. It's just the vibe and the feeling it gives you. That's just how I feel about his songs. Like, It doesn't matter what song it is. I just feel like I'm ascending. I don't know. They're all perfect for late night drives. They're always perfect for nighttime. Like, I never listen to this song during the day. Like, if the sun is out, I'm not listening to Frank Ocean just because the vibes aren't matching. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the same for a lot of people. Frank Ocean is a very, like, nighttime vibe kind of artist. So, yes, that was the song of the week. And I will also be giving out voter information towards the end of the episode. So please stay tuned for that. It's so important to make sure that you know where you can vote, when to vote. And since the elections are coming up very, very soon, we are running out of time. So please stay tuned to the end of the episode to hear about that. Okay, I know that was a long intro, but I just wanted to get some things out of the way before we started today's episode, which is going to be about veganism and why I went vegan and why it's not as hard as people really think it is. I decided to do this episode because it was a very close runner up to quarantine hobbies from last week and it's just been a hectic week for me like I have midterms coming up so I just needed to do an episode that was easy and that I could just really talk about without having to plan in advance because I don't have a lot of time to film this episode. Um, I don't even have time to be doing this like I need to study but I'm going to do this just so I can (laughs) relax and have something to do while I'm taking a break from studying for my midterms that um are stressing me out I'm not gonna lie but this is a nice way for me to cool down I really like doing these podcasts so today's episode is going to be about veganism as you can tell my brain is all over the place so I apologize if this episode is just not good but (laughs) I am trying and I just wanted to be open and honest with you guys because you guys have said that you really like how it's kind of like a conversation between me and you and it's very laid back so I'm going to try and keep that up Okay, so veganism. Before I went vegan, I am a huge, I think I said this last episode, I was a huge meat eater. I love meat, I love cheese, I love cake, 
which has a lot of eggs and dairy in it. So like I just, I was not vegan in any way. Like I liked vegetables because I'm a very savory eater. But in terms of like eating only vegetables or having a plate full of just veggies and greens, like that was not something I would do. I would eat meat a lot. I mean, dinner, lunch, breakfast, like I was, I was just nowhere close being vegan. I didn't have a problem with that. I was one of those people, and it's sad to say this now, but I was someone who was like, why would you ever want to be vegan? Like, that is so hard. It's so useless. Your body needs meat. Your body needs that protein. Like, our bodies aren't meant to be vegan. Like, you're ruining your body. Like, I had all these preconceived notions that were negative about veganism that I just wasn't educated on, especially since I've been an athlete for a long time. I'm not anymore, but (laughs) for like middle school through high school, like I was playing sports all the time and I am anemic. So I had a lot of, I had a lot of ways to get iron through meat and through other things that I just knew that if I went fully vegan or if I were to like not eat meat, like my iron deficiency would just go through the roof. I've always been pretty anemic, but I did notice that once I went vegan, it got a little bit worse because I wasn't eating meat as often as I would. And I did not understand how much iron was in meat and like fish. Like I was unaware of that. But yeah, when I was an athlete, I was thinking, oh my God, I cannot imagine going through my whole day of school, all through practice and then playing games and stuff on the weekend and not having meat and not having cheese. Like I cannot survive off of a rabbit's diet. Like how do you, (laughs) I was like, how do you fuel your body with just lettuce and carrots? Like that's what I thought a vegan diet was. I thought it was lettuce carrots maybe some broccoli um for some reason I didn't think rice was vegan I don't even think I knew what vegan meant I just knew I would see it on social media and just see it as this like posh expensive like elite way of eating and I just it threw me for a loop and another thing that's important to touch on is like on Twitter I see a lot of like white veganism versus like actual veganism and I think in high school I was I was exposed to like the white person's veganism which is basically just like when you see on instagram those like over filtered posts with like that white girl with blonde long hair holding a huge bowl of salad and being like don't eat animals like this is wrong or if you eat meat you're a bad person and just trying to make it seem like being vegan is like a personality like it's not a lifestyle it's like a personality and like you had to do this this and this to be vegan and if you wore this or said this and you couldn't be vegan it was like this social club And like, that's how it was presented to me on Instagram. And I think that's why a lot of people turn their noses up at veganism. Because, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, veganism is promoted mostly to like a white audience and it's promoted by white people. So it's very like, I don't want to say exclusive, but if you're not vegan and if you haven't like educated yourself on what being vegan is, you're just going to see a bunch of white people promoting it. Like now we have like Tabitha Brown on TikTok beautiful love her but before that like you don't really see a lot of people of color going vegan you just see it as like oh veganism that's for white people and it took me a long time to get out of that mindset because that's what is pushed at you that veganism is for white women and it's very sad but like you have no choice or any way to think anywhere else because that's just like the main view of what being vegan is but yeah so after high school over the summer I started like researching going vegan because this was also when I was starting to like realize that if I'm not going to be playing lacrosse in college like I need a way to regulate my weight 
And I don't want to get too much into this because I am going to have an episode with a guest that knows a little bit more about this. So I'm not just like spewing wrong information or saying things that I'm not completely aware of. But yeah, in high school, like I was always playing sports. I was always moving. So I never really had to worry about what I was eating because it would just burn off without me even trying because I would just run every day through lacrosse. And I just knew like if I'm not going to be playing college lacrosse, I'm going to need a way to like change my diet so I don't blow up. Like I was so scared of the freshman 15 and I just didn't know how to combat that. But I knew that my eating habits like weren't going to cut it. Like I'm lucky I have a fast enough metabolism that I really can eat whatever I want and not exercise and be fine. But as you get older, you can't really rely on that. So I wanted to get like a routine now that's sustainable even when I'm not a teenager or like 20 years old. So I can just live like this for the rest of my life. So I decided I'm going to start like really researching going vegan and like what that means for me. Like I said, like I was not a huge vegetable eater. Like I didn't have a problem with vegetables at all. I just like I wasn't going to go out of my way to eat them, you know. So over the summer, I was looking up like vegan, what I eat in the days. And once again, it like threw me off because I would only see like white skinny girls do these type of videos and I'm thinking like okay does vegan make you skinny does going vegan make you skinny see like my brain's everywhere or like like what's going on like why do no people of color make vegan what I eat in a days there are some black women youtubers who make these vegan videos um I will put them on my Instagram page when I post this video like resources and stuff but overall it's just a bunch of like teenage white girls like making salads and banana pancakes and like that's what I thought vegan was I was like if I go vegan all I have to eat are just like rice beans pancakes oatmeal and I guess a salad but that didn't sound appealing to me because I really like to eat I love cooking I like I like big flavor and one of the biggest fears were like if I go vegan I won't be able to season my food because a lot of (laughs) vegan food isn't being cooked like how do you season food that's not cooked you know how do you season fruit how do you season lettuce? That was like a big thing for me. I was so, I just wasn't feeling it when I was looking at those videos because one, I couldn't relate to them. And two, they were just very, they were all the same. Like every video had the same format, the same recipes. It just wasn't working. And I do want to put a disclaimer that I did not go vegan to lose weight. I did not go vegan because I have any underlying health conditions. I really purely did it just to try something new and to see if it would help me like just keep my body the way it was. I didn't want to like drastically lose weight. I didn't want to gain weight. Like I just wanted to maintain what I already had and I wanted to see if going vegan could do that for me. So, I wanted to put that out there because a lot of people when I tell them I'm vegan, a lot of people go like, "Oh, like why do you care about animals like that much or like what's the deal?" and It really isn't like a real reason. I just wanted to try it and it worked for me. So I'm keeping it up. So when I started going vegan, I'd say I actually started committing to it by September. Like I didn't do it during the summer. That's when I was like researching if I really wanted to do it or not. And it took me a while to like set myself down and be like, okay, if you want to do it, just like wake up and do it the next day. Like stop doing it the whole next week, next month thing. Just like do it if you want to, you know, what's holding you back? Nothing. It's food. So... (laughs) For me, it was just like, this is literally just food I'm putting in my body. Like, this is food. For me, this is not like a huge priority. So like, I just need to do it if I want to. So I think like mid-October when I was in college, I decided I'm going to go vegan, cold turkey. 
And so that's what I did. And I honestly would not recommend doing anything cold turkey like right away because it just throws your body off and it's easier to to go back to your old ways if you do. But I I just wasn't really thinking like about the consequences. I was just like, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to eat lettuce, rice, beans, whatever I need to eat to be vegan. So a little background, our cafeteria at school, there's like a commons, which has like restaurant style food. And then there's the overall dining hall, which just has like, what, like five different options you can choose from them. And then they have like a vegan bar, bar. I, this episode's not going to be good. I apologize in advance. So <laughs> um, they have like a vegan bar, which has like a pot of rice, pot of beans, maybe some Satan or um, what's that other fake meat? I can't remember. It's like Satan and something else, sometimes tofu. But the problem with that, what I realized is like the dining hall is only open for a certain amount of hours at a time. So like three times a day, it'll be open for like two or three hours at a time. And then it closes. My class schedule was terrible in terms of like matching up with the dining hall. So as far as like vegan food goes, if you didn't get there, like right when they put the pot of rice and beans out, then when you got there later, it'd be like cold and like had to film over it because they don't put them on like burners. Like they put them under heat lamps so they don't stay hot all the time. And like the rice would always be crunchy and the beans would always, uh, just remembering it just like makes my skin crawl because it was like the worst experience ever. So going vegan at school was hard for me. I mean, I got used to it. Like once I learned, you know, like what time I need to be at the dining hall and like what foods I could eat. They had like a salad bar. I'm not a salad person at all. I hate salad. The only salad I can eat willingly is the Caesar salad with chicken and kale and like the Parmesan chips from Panera's. But even now I can't eat that because I'm vegan. And I think Caesar dressing has anchovies in it and then the chicken part. And I'm not eating a salad without chicken or shrimp or something like I am just not a salad person. So the salad bar was kind of just like, eh, I don't really need it. So my meals would basically look like this three times a day for a good month and a half because we were about to go for Christmas break and I went vegan like mid-September to October. So I didn't have a lot of time to like get acclimated to it. But basically my meals would be like a plate of rice, beans, I'd have some like bell peppers, maybe some romaine lettuce on the side just to like fill up the plate. Like that was my goal. If I can just fill up the plate with vegan stuff, then that'd be good for me. Um, yeah, rice, beans, bell peppers. Um, sometimes I get some like fake meat, but then again, like if the meat was cold, cause it's not under, it's not, it's not like on top of a burner. I was not going to eat like cold meat, you know? And I think that'd be it. Like maybe I put some sriracha on it just for some flavor, but that was my meals and they were terrible. I'm not going to lie. I hated eating like that. I, there was just no seasoning. Nothing was really hot. The rice was like crunchy and, you know, just eating rice, beans, lettuce, and bell peppers. Like that's just not a meal. It's not sustainable. It doesn't taste good. doesn't feel good. It was definitely not filling me up at all. It would also suck the most was I would sit with all my friends at the dining hall and they'd all be able to eat like, oh, the dining hall cooked the best like casserole type things and mac and cheese. Like that was like the thing I loved the most. They had like this chicken and dumpling thing 
with like turkey. Oh, it was like eating a chicken pot pie but with like dumplings and they added noodles. I don't know how to exp- I don't know how to explain how they did it, but it was so good. It was my favorite thing to eat before I went vegan. And my friends would just always like be surrounding me with like all this hot, fresh, seasoned, good food. And I'd be sitting there with a plate of rice and beans. Like, are you kidding me? It just drove me insane. And I definitely was always hungry at night, which I think like combated me eating at dinner. So like I would go to dinner, eat like my rabbit platter or whatever. And then at like 2 a.m. I would have this weird craving. I just like wasn't full and I'd eat like ramen and chips because those are vegan. The ones I had were vegan. So I would just eat like ramen. I would eat like tortilla chips, um, salsa. Sometimes I'd eat like a donut. Like it just was getting out of control and it was getting to the point where it was making me gain weight, making my face break out and making me like very tired and sluggish because I would eat healthy all through the day. Well, I wouldn't even say that was healthy. I would just not eat enough throughout the day. So then at night I'd pack on all of these unneeded substances and like foods and sugars that I don't really need. And I know I wouldn't be eating if I was just eating right during the day. So unfortunately, that cycle went on for too long. I think I ate like that for three weeks. And I might not seem like a long time, but when you're miserable for three weeks, I'm talking like hungry, feeling not like yourself, having acne all over your face. Like, And this is at the beginning of the school year. So like, I'm still trying to make friends. I'm still trying to meet new people. Like, No one wants to meet a new person when they're not feeling their best. Like, I didn't want to meet someone new with like acting on my face or me feeling like I wasn't confident enough. Like it just like, and I was still getting acclimated to like my classes. I just wasn't, it just wasn't a good look for me. <laughs> um, and like three weeks can feel very, very long if you're not having good time. Like I was not having good time and I was like, maybe going vegan isn't for me. Like maybe this is just like not the right time, not the right place. I obviously can't figure this out on my own. Like I don't know what else I can do to make this work. So I was just going through like this never ending cycle of keep it up and you'll get used to it. And like, I think that's a dangerous way to think. You should never try and force yourself to get used to something that's not making you happy. Like, I can't believe I tried to force myself to get used to eating rice and beans and bell peppers every day, three times a day. Like, why would I ever want to get used to something like that? Why would I ever want to get used to not feeling full and to always binging? Like, I love ramen. I love tortilla chips. Actually, I think all through college, I had a huge thing with tortilla chips. I don't know what it was with those tortilla chips, but I love eating them. But, you know, like I shouldn't have to binge eat um, donuts, ramen and tortilla chips at 2 a.m. just to feel full so I can wake up the next day. Like that's totally ridiculous. And it just wasn't working for me. And I knew it wasn't working for me. So I needed to figure something else out. So what I tried, what I decided to do was switch over to the commons. And like I said in the beginning of the episode, which you probably don't remember because I've been talking for such a long time now, <laughs> but um, the commons had like more restaurant style food. So I know upstairs in the commons, we had like a sandwich place and like this sushi ramen type joint. And then downstairs, we had some place called Salsaritas, which um, it's like just like a knockoff Moe's. Like it's uh, it's all right. It wouldn't. I wouldn't go out of my way to eat there, but I can't anyway because of the cheese and the meat. So, don't even know why I talked about that one. <laughs> and then we had this place like a pasta, like make your own pasta place. That place was bomb. Even before I went vegan, I was eating there like once a week with my friends. It is so good. I don't know what they're doing back there. 
And then there was like um like a gas station. I think it's called Outtakes. A lot of colleges have like a little Outtakes place. And they sold sushi and like little snacks there. Then they had like a fried chicken place. But obviously I'm not eating fried chicken because I'm vegan. So that was off, off limits. <laughs> but I started switching over to the commons. And a lot of people don't know this, but I found this out when I went vegan. A lot of bread is vegan. Like, I don't know what it is, but you would think it would have eggs and milk, but like hamburger buns, sandwich loaves, like a lot of that is vegan. So I'd always get a sandwich. I get a sandwich with bell peppers, spinach, lettuce, onions, like red onions. I mean, I'm forgetting what toppings they had. I didn't go often. But when I did go, it was really good. I think I just got like a veggie sandwich and like some chips. I don't know. It was enough for me, but it was really good. And then when I went to the pasta place, I would like most pasta vegan as well. So I get pasta, marinara sauce, which is just like tomato. So that's vegan. Um, I get bell peppers, broccoli, and I'd always get like the twirly pasta. I think it's called, it's not cavatappi pasta. It's... Fusili? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know my pastas, but I get like this twirly twirly noodle and <laughs> I sound like a fifth grader. <laughs> I get like the really, really like spirally noodle and then I get like the marinara bell peppers. I'd like try and put as much vegetables as I could in. They have a limit because like you use your student card to swipe. You don't pay with your money. So you have like a limit on what you can get. But I get that and then I'd hook it up afterwards with some red pepper flakes and some salt and pepper because I don't know what it was with the marinara sauce that just was not doing it for me it just I don't know how marinara can be bland like I feel like tomatoes are very flavorful but sometimes I eat marinara sauces and they're just like I don't know it's like someone took the tomatoes out I don't, I don't know how to explain it but I put a lot of like pepper and red pepper flakes in there and some salt I tried to like cut down on the sodium a lot when I went vegan because like, I love salty foods, but it is really, like, unhealthy. And I'm talking about unhealthy in terms of, like, your body. Like, regardless of what you eat, like, just try not to eat a lot of salt because it, it can make you bloated. It can just, like, have adverse effects. So, like, that was my goal. Like, just try not to eat a lot of salt right now. Even though you want to season your food, like, there's other seasonings. So, I really like spicy food, so I would hook it up with some sriracha and some red pepper flakes. That was good for me. Um... I didn't eat that often because the pasta was very heavy and I had a lot of walking to around campus. Like I had a busy schedule, so I didn't even feel like I was sweating. Like <laughs> I didn't want to feel like I was like sweating and like hustling when, when I really wasn't. Because if you eat and you feel really, really heavy, it can feel like you're doing more activity than you actually are just because you have so much in your stomach. Okay, now we're hopping up to the upstairs. I'm trying to give like an insight into like what my meals would look like at college. So now we're going up to like the upstairs of the commons at the sushi ramen place. I didn't eat ramen a lot because it was extra and I just wasn't feeling like spending all that money. And I did get it once and the noodles like weren't cooked all the way through cause they're making it like instantly. So it just wasn't like a good experience and it was not worth the extra like buck 50 for some cold, dry, hard noodles. Like anyways, <laughs> um, I would usually just get sushi from that place. Everyone loved the sushi there. It was quick, it was easy. I can't remember the name of the roll I got. It was avocado. Ooh, avocado, carrots, and cucumber, I want to say. One time I slipped up and I had the avocado cream cheese and like tuna, which is so good. I don't know if that's the California roll or not. 
I don't know. I wasn't really, this is the other thing. When I was like getting food, I was not really paying attention to what I was picking up. Like I really should have been because when you're vegan, you have to like pay attention to that stuff. So you don't accidentally eat something that your body's not used to digesting. So like at this point I'd been vegan for like four or five weeks. Cause this is when I was like trying to like figure things out. So I was vegan for a good month. So my body had not digested like dairy and eggs and stuff. So I wanted to be careful because I'm my stomach is easily upset. So I think one time I slipped up and I got the avocado um, cream cheese. Or was it cucumber cream cheese and tuna? That makes more sense than avocado and cream cheese. That would kind of be nasty. Okay, so it was the cucumber, avocado, no. <laughs> Anyways, the cucumber, cream cheese, and tuna. That roll is bomb. I love it with all my heart, but I can't eat it, obviously. But I would go to the sushi place a lot and that would like hold me over in between classes it was easy. It was light. And then for dinner, what did I do for dinner? Oh, I found a hack at the dining hall. Okay, so the hack I found at the dining hall. So there was this station with like oatmeal and cereal and milk and stuff and bread. And so for breakfast, like I I wasn't skipping breakfast. Like me and my friend would always go on like certain days to eat breakfast because our schedules would align. So I would get breakfast sometimes, but it's hard to eat breakfast there because college breakfast is just like eggs and bacon and pancakes but I didn't want to eat something heavy so I'd usually just get like a bowl of oatmeal with some cranberries but I don't know I can't tell if I'm a picky eater if I just or if I just like food to be a certain way like I don't care what I'm eating but it needs to be prepared <laughs> like a specific way maybe that is a picky I don't know doesn't really matter but I really like I'm a texture eater so I really like my oatmeal to be like thick like I don't like when the oatmeal can like fall off the spoon I don't know if anyone else is like that but like I'll heat my oatmeal up with like less water than it needs and then I'll stir it up so it's kind of like a um what's the what's the similar consistency to this <laughs> um now I feel weird talking about it but I just like like really thick oatmeal not like hard but just like <laughs> it doesn't matter oh my god maybe I should not have filmed this episode right now but I just wanted to get it out so yeah I'm a very big texture eater so the oatmeal at school was very like falling off the spoon, like porridge consistency. And it was hard for me to eat. Like I try and spice it up in the microwave, but it just, wait, there wasn't even a microwave there. Right, right. Okay, so there's no, there's no microwave in the dining hall. Or is there? Not that I can remember. I've been in quarantine for almost a year, so I have no idea what the dining hall even looks like anymore. I'm going to say there wasn't a microwave, just be safe. Because I knew if there was, I would have hooked up the oatmeal. And I remember not being satisfied with the oatmeal, so obviously there wasn't a microwave. Okay, so no microwave on campus. <laughs> the oatmeal was bleh. Didn't like it, but it was holding me over. And it was kind of the only thing I could eat. The other hack I found, which I got caught for doing this in the long run, but, you know, they couldn't catch me when I was doing it in the first place. <laughs> so <laughs> I um, got these to-go containers that my mom got me before school from Ikea. And I would take my little tote bag. <laughs> I would take my tote bag. I don't know what is so funny. I just remember getting like caught for this. And like it was this huge thing. I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. But um, I would touch on that later. But like I would take my tote bag and put my to-go containers in there. And then I'd get a plate full of like the rice and the beans. And like I'd get a separate plate full with like some of the vegetables they cooked. And then fill up a little thing with sriracha, right? Right? Okay, stay with me. So then I would take it to my table and while my friends were eating, I would scoop the food out of the plate and put it into my con my to-go container, 
right? Because I had a microwave in my dorm. So I knew that if I took the food back to my dorm, I could eat happily. So I was doing that for like a good like two to three weeks. I'm pretty sure this is after Christmas break. Okay, yeah. So over Christmas, I was vegan and that was like very, very easy because I could buy my own food. And I'm going to touch on like the recipes that I eat now at the end of the episode. But yeah, so back at school, I would take my containers. This episode is all over the place. I'm so sorry, y'all. Is this even worth posting? I don't know. I think this is fun because <laughs> my brain hurts. Um, so I take my, con- my to-go containers. I've said that three different times. Put my food in there. Take it back to my dorm where I had extra food and like tortilla chips. Then I'd hook it up with the seasonings in my dorm. Put it in the microwave that I had in the dorm. This is a big, like my dorm had more amenities than the dining hall, which I think is ridiculous. But anyway, then I would hook that up in the dorm eat it hot with some chips on the side, some sriracha. Sometimes my dorm mates would like give me different foods like salsa or something. It was the bomb. Y'all, I cannot believe it took me a whole semester to figure that out. So I was doing this and doing this, having the time of my life. I was smuggling food from the dining hall to my dorm. And I didn't really think it was a problem. Like I'm paying for the meal plan, right? So where does it matter where I eat the food if I'm paying for it? Anyways, I know, you know, little did I know that one day I was going to get caught. So <laughs> there's two entrances. One entrance, you can kind of like sneak people in without swiping. Um, actually, y'all didn't hear me say none of that. <laughs> one entrance, you can like get in pretty easily. The other entrance has like a guard or someone who like swipes you in. So I made the mistake of sitting on the other end with the entrance that like has the person that's like monitoring it. Um, and the lady saw me put the food from the plate onto like... I mean, into my to-go containers. And she walks up to me and she's like, if you do that again, like, you can't come back here. I was like, what do you mean I can't come back? It's the dining hall. <laughs> Bro, oh my God. She was like, you can't come back here. And I was like, I don't understand what's wrong with what I'm doing. Like, if I don't want to eat here, can I just eat it in my dorm? And I know the way I'm, like, talking about it now makes it seem like I was, like, being smart with her. I was not. I'm not that type of person. But I was, like, genuinely, like, confused. Like, I paid for the meal. I swiped in with my card. I put it on the plate. I used the utensils. Like, why can't I just go back to my room and finish it? Like, why do I have to stay here? And she was like, you can't just take food out the dining hall. Like, we don't know what you do with it when you leave. In my head, I'm like, um, I'm eating it. <laughs> like, what else would I be doing with this food? It's not like gourmet. Like, why? Like, what other purpose would this food have besides to just be put in my esophagus? Um, why did I use the word esophagus? Anyway, so... That threw me for a loop and I had to, I kept it up, obviously, because that was the best way for me to eat my food vegan and to like be happy and not binge eat at night. So I kept that up. What I had to do to um, go around that situation <laughs> was I would go into the other entrance that was like pretty chillax, sit in the very, very back corner of the dining hall near like the exit, the emergency exit and sit with my back. <laughs> Oh, this is so crazy. Why did I go through all this work? Sit with my back facing the counter and then eat off the plate a little bit. But every few bites, I put <laughs> I put another spoonful in my to-go container. And then I would like bring like a laptop or some books or something to like hide the containers in the tote bag. So it would look like I'm just carrying my books. And then I just sprint out of there as fast as I can. That lasted for about two months before it just became like too mentally taxing. Like... I wasn't even allowed to sit with people I liked because sometimes I go by myself and just like when you go to the dining hall by yourself, you're a little bit self-conscious anyway. 
So that on top of like sitting in the corner looking all suspicious, it couldn't last forever. And it and it didn't. It didn't last forever. Cause I just it just wasn't working. So yeah, at this point um we got sent home for coronavirus. Um so I wouldn't have to deal with that like shenanigan of smuggling my to-go containers into the dining hall, which I think is absurd. I mean, the amount of money that you're paying for a meal plan, you should be able to take that food anywhere on campus that you would like, in your dorm, in your bed, whatever. It shouldn't be any regulation, but that's just me, whatever, whatever. So I'm still kind of, I'm going to be honest, I'm still a little bit upset that I got caught. And like, not that I knew I was doing it. I didn't know what I was doing was wrong when I was doing it. Like, I didn't do it hoping not to get caught. I was doing it so I could eat. And then afterwards, I found out that I was caught because it was wrong. But it shouldn't be. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like I didn't pay. My parents paid for me to be able to eat in this dining hall and be able to, like, digest this food. So where does it matter when I'm doing it? If I do it outside the dining hall, if I do it in my dorm, you're still getting your money. Whatever. <laughs> I need to let it go. I need to let it go. I need to let it go. It's been, like, eight months. Um. So now we get into, like, the real, like, the good part of the episode. This is where, like, I explain, like, how I went shopping, my favorite meals to eat, how I like hook stuff up, and like how I'm fully satiated every single day. So when I got home, I was a little bit concerned because my mom and my dad, my sister doesn't live with us because she's grown, but my mom and my dad aren't vegan. Um, My dad is definitely not going to be vegan anytime soon. My mom was like more, um, I don't know how to, she she likes trying out like new lifestyles of eating like she likes that stuff so it was a little bit easier for her to like um like help me be vegan at home like she was willing to like buy some extra veggies for me or like buy certain foods I like so I'd be able to eat at home because she liked the fact that I was going vegan she thought it'd be good for me and it's very healthy like not in terms of um it's just it's healthy for your the inside of your body like it it really like sets your body straight is what I've noticed like it kind of reset my body so she would like she was very helpful with that and like very accepting of it which I really appreciated because I was scared that I would have to like not be vegan anymore when I went home because I didn't want my mom or dad like going out of their way to eat food they didn't like or to buy food they couldn't afford or something like that which was a myth going vegan is actually cheaper and I would get into that my mom found it was like when she would grocery shop for me um sometimes I do it by myself but in the beginning she would just when she would go out grocery shopping she would just get the food I needed um fresh veggies like kale I ate so much kale at the beginning I don't eat a lot of kale now just because it's a little bit it's it's not a food that goes with everything so like you really have to center your your meals around like the kale so she would buy kale like a head of kale like a couple stems of kale would be like a dollar, dollar fifty from like the vegetable section. I love bok choy, baby bok choy. At our grocery store, baby bok choy bag of that is like a dollar to two dollars, depending on how much you get and like where you get it from. I shop at like either Kroger or Wegmans, so it's pretty cheap. There's like a dollar, dollar fifty, I would say. Um, kimchi, I eat a lot of kimchi. It's good for like probiotics and stuff, and it just tastes good. Like. I just eat kimchi with everything. I don't know. I just put it on the side and I like eat it as a snack. So a jar of kimchi, I would say this is like on the expensive end. It's like three to four dollars sometimes only because it is sold by like chain stores like Trader Joe's, 
Wegmans, like they have their own brand of kimchi. So it's going to cost a little bit more, but I'm pretty sure if you go to like an Asian market, you could get it way cheaper, which I also started doing. A lot of Asian markets have good vegan food. Well, it's not vegan food. It's It's food that's vegan and it's super cheap. So yeah, like I would eat a lot of kale, baby bok choy, kimchi. Rice is very, very cheap. Like I would get, I would just go to the Asian market or go to Walmart and get like this huge bag of rice. And that would last us a long time. Like we eat a lot of rice. Um, I also like eating garbanzo beans with, okay, this is my like go-to meal. Ready? (laughs) So I'll like heat up some rice. We have like a, my mom got me a rice cooker for college, but I never went back. So I can't use it at college. I use it at home, but I wish I could use it in my dorm. But I just like cook some rice um, with some sesame oil. If you don't put sesame oil in your, if you don't wash your rice and you don't put sesame oil in your rice after it's done cooking, um, maybe you need to take a step back and <laughs> just reevaluate how you're eating rice. But anyways, irregardless, I would take my rice, take some gobanzo beans, make sure you wash them until all the bubbles disappear. This is very important because the bubbles will happen to your stomach and you'll get gassy and it's not fun. So wash your gobanzo beans like all the way. Then you cook them in marinara sauce or like any pasta sauce you have. I personally like the arabiata. Arbiata, any jeez, it's a spicy tomato pasta sauce from Trader Joe's or something, and I would cook the garbanzo beans in the sauce to like soften them up, and then I'd add some soy creamer to make it like a creamy sauce, and then I'd add the kale, like I chop up the kale and put it in the sauce with the beans and everything, and put that over rice. That is the most filling, flavorful, healthy meal I think I ever came up with. Like. Man, it is so good. I don't it never gets old too. And you get your protein, you get your nutrients, and the rice is like very, very filling. So you don't have to eat a lot of it to be full. And that's the biggest thing. When you're changing diets, you don't want to change and I'm not saying dieting like dieting with a negative connotation as in I'm dieting to get this body or I'm dieting to look like this. I'm talking about just the diet, like the way that you eat. That's like the definition of a diet. Like so when you're changing diets or your eating lifestyles. You need to make sure that you're you're going to one that will be sustainable and that will keep you satiated. It doesn't matter what you're eating. Just make sure you satiate yourself. Wait, is that how you use that word? Make sure you are satiated at the end of the day. And that meal is so fulling and you don't have to eat a lot of it and you can eat it throughout the day. Like I found myself always having leftovers of that. So I would always save like the garbanzo beans and the kale and the rice. And I could eat the rice whenever I wanted. I could eat the garbanzo beans and heat it up. And the best part was that it was hot. I mean, it was flaming hot smokes everywhere because I could heat it up and eat it. And that's what I missed at college. Like I never had a good hot meal, you know? I think a lot of times at college is like, when you go to college, you just don't get a hot meal. And at home, I made sure every meal was flaming hot, flamed everywhere. <laughs> Another thing that I touched on before was I made a lot of oatmeal. So I would put like a bowl of oatmeal and I eat a lot of oatmeal, like I always was irritated with the instant oatmeal packets that like one packet only filled up like one third of the bowl. Like for me, like I just need more than that. So I fill up like halfway with oatmeal, put in some frozen blueberries, um, cranberries, like the dried cranberries. And those are really, really cheap. You can go to Walmart and get those like sometimes 50 cents. And um, then I would go and get some dates. I love dates. They are... I think 
I wouldn't say they're acquired taste, but they taste a little bit like chocolate. I like to dip them in um, honey or um, like sun butter because I have a peanut allergy. So <laughs> I have to eat like sun butter and stuff. But you just like the way to eat dates is you get them pitted. That's important. And I like to cut them up in half so they're just easier to eat. So I get those, chop them up, put them in the oatmeal. Then I'd cook the oatmeal and everything. And the best part about this was that the blueberries would cook and turn the oatmeal purple. It was so pretty. And then um, after that, either I put an apple on top or I wouldn't. Like sometimes I, I want an apple on my oatmeal. Sometimes I don't. Like this is a big bowl too. So then at the end, I think my mom used to do this for me and my sister when we were kids. She would cook the oatmeal and then after it, like after the oatmeal's out of the microwave, she'd pour milk on top. And that's like the best combo. I don't know if you guys have ever done that before, but next time you cook your oatmeal, take some milk. For me, it's soy milk, but take some milk, like cold milk, and just pour like a little bit on the top. And it just makes your oatmeal so good because it stays hot, but then it's like a cold soup. I don't know how to explain it. It's perfect. But that's what I would do. And that would be my breakfast. That still is my, my go-to breakfast every single day. And now for lunch, I usually will eat either the leftovers from dinner or like a pizza, like a frozen pizza. Like my mom buys a lot of vegan frozen pizzas because I just think they're honestly like really, really good. And she likes them too. So sometimes my mom will put like a pizza in the oven and I'll eat that. Or for lunch, I'll eat like, I'll cut up an apple I didn't eat in the morning. I'm not really hungry around lunchtime. So like these meals are kind of all over the place, but I'll eat maybe like piece of toast. Um, I love avocado bagels. The everything but the bagel no, the everything bagels from Trader Joe's are really, really good. They're nice and like dense and cakey. I'll cut those up in half, put them in the oven, and then put a whole avocado, like one half on the avocado and the other bagel, and then the other bagel will have like the other half, if that makes sense. Because I know a lot of people only eat one half of the avocado. I just eat the whole avocado because like it's filling, and then I'll put sriracha on top of that, and I'll also eat like protein pancakes because I think Kodiak cakes, you just add water and I'm pretty sure those are vegan. I mean, I hope they are, I've been eating them. So um, I'll eat like three or four pancakes. Like I'll make like mini ones or I'll make just like two big ones and eat that with some like agave and honey. I'm not a big syrup person. I like honey on things. So I'll eat that. Um, tortilla chips always. Those are vegan. So they're a great snack. Potato chips, vegan. Not super um, healthy in terms of like food groups, but they're vegan and they're satiating, so I eat them. <laughs> um, I drink a lot of water. I think ever since high school started, I only drink water. I just noticed that sugar, any form of like artificial sugar makes my face break out immediately. I've noticed that. It's never gone away, so I kind of have to only drink water, and it's the only thing I really like drinking anyway, so... I drink a lot of water throughout the day and that makes me full. Another big thing I've been eating, I love tofu. I discovered tofu when I came home. Before I, and the other thing I've noticed is like, as far as vegan food goes, like I, well, as far as food goes in general, I'm someone who doesn't live to eat. I eat to live, if that makes sense. So like, I don't really care like what I'm eating. I just need to feel full so I can like go on with my day. Like that's kind of the kind of person I am when it comes to food. Like I'm not someone who can just sit there or who will sit there and eat all day. Like I'll eat every now and then, but I really just eat when I'm hungry. And I think as I gotten older, that's just become like my eating pattern. 
I don't know why, but <laughs> that's just like how it is. So I eat a lot of tofu and I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make that I've heard that go vegan is that they expect things like seitan, which is wheat protein and tofu. They expect that if they add a bunch of seasonings to it or like turmeric, Cajun seasoning, that it's going to taste like meat. Like, you have to be honest with yourself. Tofu is not going to taste like chicken. Tofu is not going to taste like meat because it's not. And I think you're just going to let yourself down if you go in with that mindset that you can eat a bunch of these fake substitute things and everything's going to be okay. Like, for me personally, I don't like fake vegan food. That's what I call it. So, like, I don't like the vegetable, no, the um, veggie chicken tenders. I don't like um, cauliflower stuff that much. I've never been a big fan of cauliflower. I mean, I'll eat it, but... It's not something that I'll like reach out for. Um, what's what's something else that's like fake food that's basically vegan? Like vegan cheese. I hate vegan cheese. It just, it sticks to my teeth and it's not the right to the consistency. It doesn't melt right. So I don't like vegan cheese. And yeah, I just, I am very good with just like eating food the way, like the way it is. And then seasoning it to make it taste good as it is. Like, I'm not going to season tofu to make it taste like not tofu. I'm going to season tofu to make the tofu taste good. Which I think has made it easier for me to, like, be more creative with my meals. Like, once you start eating food as it's supposed to be. Not as it's supposed to be, but, like, as it is. And trying to just make the food taste better. You can make so many more things. Like, I'll go to the Asian market and I'll pick up, like, udon noodles. The thick ones. Um... I'll pick up some baby bok choy, tofu, kimchi. I love chili oil. I put that on a lot of stuff. I think it's so flavorful. Miso paste. I love miso soup. It's very, very healthy, actually. And you can make it yourself. If you like buy the paste, just boil some water, like a bowl of water, and then put like a teaspoon of miso paste in there and melt it. And it's just like miso soup. And then you just add whatever you want. Like I add tofu and... I used to add kale, but it just doesn't match with the miso soup, so I don't do that often. Um, a lot of what I eat comes from the Asian market. I don't. I think I just really like Asian food and Asian vegetables, and they're easy to cook and they're accessible, so that's what I eat most of the time. A lot of rice, a lot of pasta. Um, like today for lunch, I had rice, kimchi, and a lot of bok choy on top, and then I think for dinner I'm going to eat. Oh my god, I need to think about what I want to eat for dinner. It's already 6 o'clock. <laughs> um, this will be good. You guys can help me plan out my meal. Or you can like go with me as I plan out what I'm going to eat today. I'm pretty sure what I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to cook some... I think we have kale enough. Okay, I'm going to make some kale with rice. I always eat rice with my meals. It just helps me fill up. Kale, rice tomato sauce and tofu and I think I'm just gonna like mix that up and put it over rice I like putting things over rice I don't know what that is or why that is the case but if I put something over rice it just like tastes better in my opinion so that'll be my dinner that's filling and I don't really buy a lot of ingredients of what I've noticed like I stick to like five or six main things that can make multiple different um, dishes which also makes it cheaper and more sustainable yeah, so that kind of sums up my experience with being vegan and like how I made it work for me. In terms of going out to restaurants and eating out with family who isn't vegan, um, 
it is a little difficult at times. Like sometimes my family just wants some fast food, like if we're on a long drive or if we're out and we don't want to cook. And a lot of fast food places don't have vegan options except for like French fries. But you don't always want to just sit there and eat a greasy thing of fries, you know? So it is a little difficult sometimes, but like as far as restaurants go, there's always ways you can substitute something in, take something out. I know for me, when I go out to restaurants, I try and find like an appetizer I like or put two appetizers together because a lot of times appetizers are vegan just because they're smaller meals. Um, pasta is always a safe go-to. If you don't like pasta, sandwiches are nice because you can always like take the turkey out or like the chicken and put in more veggies. Um, the bread is vegan. The, I think you get like chips on the side or fries. So like you will be full. Breakfast food, like pancakes, most of the time are vegan. But you have to be careful because like you just you just never know. So it's always good to ask. And I'm not saying that to like scare anyone, but you just have to be conscious that if you have not digested dairy and eggs, like for me, I haven't eaten meat, dairy or eggs in like I want to say like if we've been in quarantine for about seven, eight months and I was vegan before quarantine, like over a year or maybe just a year straight, my body has not had to digest things like that. Like I think I would have a slip up every now and then, but I was not eating it frequently enough for my body to like get used to it. So like I know that if I were to eat like a burger right now, I don't know what what happened to me. Like I really don't. But you just want to be conscious so you don't slip up on accident. And I don't want to use slip up as like, you know, you're you're messing up. It's a mistake. I mean, just slip up and like don't eat something that you don't think you're eating. Or don't eat something that you're not prepared to eat. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to slip up in the respect that like you, let's say you go out to dinner or something and there's like milk in like the pasta sauce or there's... um like there's eggs in something and you're not aware like that could mess up your digestion system just because you're not used to doing that and you don't want to be in that situation so just always try and be as cautious as possible and more foods are vegan than you think like once you get in the swing of things you will find recipes and things that work for you um you can always veganize things like if you use soy milk or like an egg substitute i have not tried egg substitute yet so i don't have anything to say about that but there's soy milk I know honey isn't vegan, but like, come on, I don't really care. Like, a bee is an insect. I still eat honey. That's the one, like, non-vegan thing I eat on the regular. But it doesn't really have any effect on me. It's like, it's honey. Um, Yeah, soy milk. There's fake meat. I Like, soy chorizo. I like soy chorizo. And I think that it works for me. Like, it's a fake meat substitute that doesn't really throw me off. Um, tofu is a good one. You can like add tofu to things and it will fill you up more without like, it doesn't really have a taste. So if you just add it to something like an extra ingredient, like it won't throw off the taste of the meal, maybe the texture, depending on how you cook it, but taste wise, not really. Um, I can't think of anything right now just because like my brain's shutting off, but <laughs> it's it's not as hard as you really think it is. But now I'm going to get into... That was a really quick transition. I'm sorry that threw you off. Now I'm going to get into voting deadlines for Virginia, Maryland. I don't really know. I can't tell what states are listening to this, but I do know that the people who follow me are from like Virginia, Maryland, and like the East Coast. So I'm going to get into voter registration deadlines and voting absentee ballot deadlines. So before I get into this, make sure that you vote. This is a very, very, very important election. I cannot stress it enough. I'm not going to sit here and tell you who to vote for, 
But if you don't vote, that's worse than voting for someone who I don't agree with or who I personally think is detrimental to the U.S. But please vote. Like, I can't tell you who to vote for and I don't want to, but please make sure you are voting regardless. It is so important. Um, Pretty much across the board for the East Coast as terms of like New York, Maryland, Virginia, and North Carolina, it looks like. Make sure that you register to vote 15 days before the election. So 15 days before November 3rd. Make sure you turn in your absentee ballots by, I think it's 15 days also, but I think also there's a date for like Virginia specifically where it's like October 13th. You need to make sure that you send it back in. So that's important too. If you are at college or you're not at home, make sure you look up the dates for absentee ballots and the deadlines for that because it can vary state by state. I know some states have already finished their... um absentee ballots sending and things like that they haven't counted them yet but like they already got it taken care of um also you can still go like i voted in person we did like a drive-through voting where i live that was very efficient so if your voting polls are open in person and you feel like it's safe to go that's the most quickest easiest way to do it and you can make sure your vote gets counted then and there um that's pretty much all like just make sure that you're registered to vote and it's very easy. You can go to vote.gov and you can register there. You can register on, if you look up like voter registration on Google, so many sources will come up. All of them are pretty much valid. So if you just go in there and like my favorite one to go to, I'm looking it up right now. So I don't get the name wrong. You can literally hear me typing. Um, I really like vote.dosomething.org. That one's a good one, and it takes under two minutes to do it. So make sure that you get it all sorted out. If you want to register online, the registration deadline is October 13th. So we got about three days to do that. I'm going to put it on my Instagram before so you guys know, but that is pretty much like the deadline registration stuff for like the East Coast states. If you don't live on the East Coast and you would like to know, just go to one of these websites that I've mentioned and look it up or you can DM me and I'll tell you. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I'm so sorry again. It's just been a really rough week and next week is going to be even more rough for me. But I did want to get this episode out so it would just be like one thing less for me to worry about. And I thought that this was like, it was just fun for me to just like talk and not have to worry about anything. <laughs> it might be stressful for y'all to listen to because I know it's very all over the place, but it was fun for me and that's what matters. So um, I will see you guys next Sunday. Hopefully, if I don't, you guys know why because I'm stressed out. But thank you all for listening and have a great day.